Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, the recap of week 11. Uh, I know, what you're thinking, what about week 10? But if you guys don't know, uh, last week I was in the middle of uh, moving, so I didn't get a chance to watch football at all that week. And uh, I think, to be honest, I think I only watched maybe the Monday night game, because that was the only downtime that we had. Uh, but unfortunately, we're not going to cover week 10. I believe I explained that in one of the episodes. But we're back on a regularly scheduled, we're back to our regularly scheduled programming. And now it's time to talk about week 11. Uh, we might as well get started and uh, pick up where everything had left off. Thursday night's game uh, was uh, Tennessee versus Green Bay. Um, uh, if you guys have been listening to my NFL stuff for a while now, you guys know that I was ne- I, I I don't understand why uh, why uh, a lot of people have been kind of riding the coattails of Aaron Rodgers. Like he's probably the only thing keeping Green Bay afloat. Um, I really think he's probably one of the most overhyped quarterbacks of all time. Probably up there with Brett Favre. You know, he can win games. He can win it. When he has the team around him, but you know, unfortunately, he doesn't really have the team around him, and that's what's kind of holding back the Packers. You know, yeah, they're good, but you know, they they should be a whole lot better. You know, with that kind of stuff going on and stuff like that. But for some reason, man, uh, I don't think I really don't think they're they're ever going to get out of this slump. Uh, to be honest, even when Aaron Rodgers leaves or retires, I don't think they're ever going to get out of that slump for a while. Um, so. It's hard to tell, man. Tennessee, on the other hand, looks good. You know, I've always believed that Tennessee is probably the best, uh, the best team in the division, the AFC South, which is my division. They're probably the best team, and they're probably going to be the one representing us uh, in the playoffs uh, when we get there, and uh, everything like that. So we'll see what happens for them going forward. Um, I have high hopes for them. I really believe they can make a deep run into the playoffs if they keep playing the way they are um, and everything like that. But at the same time, there there is a lot of of room for error because, unfortunately, they did lose the divisional round last year to Cincinnati. And, um, uh, you know, it was very unfortunate that, you know, this team was uh, that good that early and for them to kind of... Uh, get caught up in the wayside, you know, by the eventual AFC champions, uh, was, was saying something. So it was interesting to see that. Uh, I don't know. I don't think, I, I don't know what the deal is with Green Bay. Their, their defense is solid. Their offense is a bit shaky at times, but they can run the ball. Obviously Aaron Rodgers can still throw it, but you know, like I said, the, the team is not necessarily, I don't want to say they're not rallying behind Aaron Rodgers. It's just that, I don't know what the deal is with, you know, Cincinnati. I mean, not Cincinnati, Green Bay. It's like, dude, you guys should be dominating the division that you're in, but you're not. You know, you guys are fighting with Minnesota to get through it. Minnesota's the one dominating uh, that division and everything like that. For some reason, I don't understand. I don't know if it's Rodgers not wanting to be there. I don't know if it's whatever the whatever the issue is in Green Bay. They need to figure it out. Because this team is going to fall way down yonder, and they're going to be the laughing stock of the NFL, and I don't want them to be because Aaron Rodgers is good, but you know, like I said, I think he's a little bit overrated because he does he does make some of those bad decisions and and everything like that. But at the end of the day, 
what matters most is that this team put, pulls itself together uh, and really rises to the occasion. Because even though he won MVP last year, I don't think Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is ever going to win another Super Bowl, let alone get to the playoffs again if he keeps playing the way he did. You know, but that also doesn't fall on him necessarily either, because the team has to be able to rally behind him. They need a, a defense, and I'm sorry to say this, but the 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 absence of Devontae Adams really kind of takes a lot of the uh, a lot of the stuff away. You know, Christian Watson, Adam Lizard, uh, at Lizard, <laughs> Adam Lazard. Um, you know, those guys are are good receivers in their own right. Randall Cobb, obviously the workhorse, the veteran and everything like that, you know, being there does, he does have an impact on the team and everything like that. But overall, you know, this team really is going to suffer for the next couple of years because of the fact that not only, you know, you got a bunch of guys who are either inexperienced or past their prime, you know, and Aaron Rodgers is not getting any younger, you know, and everything like that. And it's been what, almost 10 years since that guy won a Super Bowl. And, you know, there's only so much he can do, but at the same time, if the rest of the team don't want to play against, play with him, or play for him, or anything like that, then there's no, there's really not a point. You know, you know, Matt LaFleur ought to just pull the plug on Aaron Rodgers and, you know, go into a rebuild mode, but I don't know what they're going to do in Green Bay, but they need to get it together, because they look kind of silly going up against uh, 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 Tennessee that night. Next up, we have the Texans and the Commanders. Um, this was, there was a lot kind of going into this game because obviously the Commanders were coming off their upset of the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles, uh, which was a pretty good game, if you ask me myself. I did see the fact that uh, Washington beat Philadelphia, which su- surprised the hell out of me. And then here they're coming to Houston, and, and of course we get another shit show. Uh, from the Texans and everything like that. A poor performance from fucking uh, Davis Mills. The defense looks good, but, you know, the offense fucks it all up. I, I feel like this team is so off-balance that, you know, I don't understand. Like, the, when the defense does good, the offense sucks. When the offense does good, the defense does, doesn't stop anybody. And that's not good. You know, that's not really good at all. And uh, I don't. I really didn't understand why... Um, I didn't understand why, uh, you know, it, it has to be like that. I didn't understand why it had to do, uh, certain things. I didn't understand anything about it. I really don't. At this point, you know, I'm pretty sure Davis Mills, Lovey Smith, and a lot of guys from the Texans are probably not going to be with us next season. Um, uh, you know, like I said, this is, this is the third season third different head coach, a third different starting quarterback, you know, it's like they cannot get this together. The Deshaun Watson thing since it put us back like four years and, you know, we had Bill O'Brien, he traded away all of our all-star players and we had, I don't even know who the coach was last year, I know it was that one guy didn't really do shit even though he had Tyrod Taylor who was probably the best thing that they could have done, but, you know, unfortunately he got hurt and they let him go and then they bring in Davis Mills and he's not, you know, it's his second year now he's the starter and, you know, it really ain't working. You know, it's not really at all. Damian Pierce is probably the only good thing on the team alongside Brandon Cooks, but then Brandon Cooks don't even want to be here. 
And it's like, yeah, nobody wants to be on a losing franchise. I'm not sure how fucking guys like, you know, uh, Chad Johnson or even, you know, guys like T.O. who are great here on bad teams. You know what I mean? Well, except for T.O. T.O. was the difference maker, I think, everywhere he went. But he had a lot of his, you know, off the field shit got in the way. Same thing with Chad Johnson. You know, he was good in Cincinnati. He should have been a star in New England. And unfortunately, he never really got a chance to prove himself in Miami. But Brandon Cook, same thing. Brandon Cook was a star before he got here. And then he gets here. He he thought he was going to be playing with, like, the number one pick in Deshaun Watson. And that didn't go so well. So, um, you know, that kind of goes to show you where, where we're at. You know, we haven't had a team in a long time. Like, a good functioning team in a long time. You know, Deshaun Watson did get us to the playoffs that one year, and that was it. After that, it was downhill after that. All he wanted to do was go get a massage, and unfortunately that's frowned upon because of what he wanted to do. But I don't know, man. This team looked terrible. Obviously, the offensive line does not protect, but then Davis Mills doesn't really pick up a lot of, of the signals or the defense or anything like that. I don't know, man. I don't know where... I really have no idea what the direction of this. Like I said, like it's like they, they don't pick a direction. And then when they do, they don't go in the direction. So it's like they need somebody to right the wrong. It starts with the coach. It also starts with the starting quarterback. And I don't understand why the Texans have taken this long to figure it out. I mean, fuck, the Browns, when they returned to, to, to Cleveland in 99... You know, it took them forever to find it, finally put it together. And to be honest, I don't, still don't think they even put it together now. But the Commanders obviously were coming off that hot streak that they had, and they were playing pretty good. And even though it was a, a their backup quarterback, because Carson Wentz is hurt, but um, at least they look good. You know, and I think as of right now, they're actually by, they're actually playing for a playoff spot. You know, that entire division is playing for a playoff spot. That's a, that's that's insane to me. That the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Giants, and now the Commanders are all vying for a playoff spot in the NFC. And uh, you know, us, we couldn't even. You know, we're like the fucking. You know, we're not as bad as the Denver Broncos, but you know, we're actually worse. So it's like fuck. You know, because at least the Denver Broncos can win a couple of games. But um, I don't know, man. Something's got to change, and I guarantee you, somebody's gonna lose, somebody's gonna be out of a job at the end of this season for the Texans. Uh, anyway, you know, a couple of games happened here and there: Falcons over the Bears, Ravens over the Panthers, Bills over the Browns. I was surprised that the Colts actually were like on the verge of beating the Eagles because remember the Eagles just lost last the week before to. Washington and they looked like they were about to lose again to Philadelphia. I mean to Indianapolis. And I was like, what the hell? But you know, they were able to get the field goal at the end, you know, and win the game and stuff like that. Jets over the Jets fall to the Patriots, which is actually surprising because I think honestly every team in that division is good too. New England looks good. The New York Jets look good. Buffalo's dominant. I think they're gonna go to the AFC championship. And of course, um, the Dolphins are right up there. I think the Dolphins are the number one team in that division, despite how good the Bills are. Um, you know, so that's that's saying something right there. And then the one game I kind of wanted to talk about was the Rams and the Saints. The that team, the Rams are definitely suffering from the from the from the Super Bowl hangover. A lot of teams do it. You know, 
a lot of teams, unfortunately, have to go through that. They get to a Super Bowl, and then the year after that, they kind of fall apart. And, you know, the, 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 the Rams that did it before, you know, when they played New England in that Super Bowl in the, was it 2017? What was the last Super Bowl that Brady was in when he was in New England? And whatever year that was, that's what it was. And after that, they couldn't get it together, man. You know, Todd Gurley left, Jared Goff left, you know, a lot of those guys aren't even there anymore and uh, things like that. And then now they win a Super Bowl and still, you know, still not being able to put together. Now Cooper Cup is hurt and now uh, Cooper Cup is hurt. He's out for the rest of the season. Matthew Stafford is in, you know, concussion protocol and things like that. And that team really, really is missing, sorely missing certain guys. You know what I mean? Without Cooper Cup, that offense really falls apart. Now their number one quarterback goes down. And it looks like they're not going to get OBJ because OBJ's knee injury did heal up. But he ain't going to resign with nobody. Rumor is he might sign with Dallas after Thanksgiving. But we'll see what happens. So, uh, But the fact that the Rams couldn't beat the Saints is unfortunate unfortunate to me because the Rams fall to three and seven and this, these are the defending Super Bowl champions and at this rate they're going to be out of playoff contention the Saints on the the Saints on the other hand you know that entire team have losing records that's including the Tampa Bay Buccaneers you know what I mean but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are I think they're what five and six and they're and they're actually leading the division they're actually going to get a playoff spot that's crazy Atlanta's not doing so good and neither is Carolina but I don't know, man. The Saints, for the Saints to kind of etch out a victory over the Super Bowl champions, that's impressive, even with their backup quarterback and everything like that because Jameis Winston is out. So, you know, they lose Mike Thomas for the year. You know, his toe injury never fully healed and uh, things like that. But that game was pretty good. You know, it showed that, you know, the Saints could actually, you know, if they keep playing the way they play, they could actually make a playoff run. I, I like where they're at. Alvin Kamara played pretty good. Uh, Andy Dalton is not that bad, but um, knowing the Red Rooster, he's probably going to blow it when the chance they get when they do and if they do and actually go to the playoffs. So we'll see what happens, man. That actually looked uh, interesting to see. A crazy fucking blowout was the Cowboys and the Vikings. The Vikings are eight and two. They're the number two team in the AFC, in the NFC. They're right below Philadelphia. You know, and then for them to lose to the Cowboys forty to three, that's embarrassing. Now the Cowboys are, you know, they're up there. The Cowboys are leading their division. Like even though the Cowboys can't even lead their division, they're up for a title berth. Like I said earlier, that entire division has a playoff berth. You know what I mean? If they, if those four teams keep winning, they're gonna dominate not only the entire wild card scenarios, but even Philadelphia will have a a, a first round bye. You know, and I don't know what it is about the Vikings. The Vikings have their hit or miss. You know, they got to the playoffs a few times. They had the Minneapolis Miracle only for only for them to get blown out by the eventual uh, Super Bowl champions that year, the Philadelphia Eagles. And, uh, you know, that's that's just unfortunate for that team, that team like that. It was crazy. It was crazy to see that team not even put up a touchdown in Dallas. And, you know, the Cowboys looked ready to go. The Cowboys looked like they could put it all together by the time the playoffs get here. Uh, the Sunday night game was uh, Kansas City and San Diego or L.A. Chargers, if you want to be, you know, political or, you know, correct or something, whatever. But um, 
this was actually a close game between San Diego and Kansas City. This game was actually pretty good, but unfortunately, you're starting to see the chinks in the armor from Justin Hubert. Justin Hubert put up an amazing rookie season. He's been pretty good, you know, as the replacement of Phillip Rivers, but you know, this season for some reason, I I don't want to say it's because of him. I think it's because he doesn't have the weapons around him. Austin Eckler's the only workhorse on that team. Keenan Allen, the number one receiver, he's good, but he's got to get healthy. You know, they don't really have a strong tight end anymore. Antonio Gates, unfortunately, retired. Hunter Henry was injury prone, and a lot of those tight ends that they had really didn't, aren't really, you know, working out the way they should. And it's like, outside of Austin Eckler, you know, Huber doesn't really have anybody to throw to. To whereas the flip side is Patrick Mahomes. In my opinion, Patrick Mahomes is probably going to be this year's MVP. I would be very surprised if he's not. This guy is playing at the top level. He's going to be the face. He's definitely going to be the face of the future. He's definitely the face of the NFL right now. He's a damn good quarterback. He's got everything around him. Even with a guy like Travis Kelsey there, they got a pretty good running game. They got a, a monster defense. Kansas City looks good. I'm telling you, I think it's going to be Kansas City and Buffalo in the AFC Championship. And much as I like, you know, Miami and Cincinnati and all those other teams, you know, in the AFC, I think it's going to come down to Buffalo and Miami or Buffalo and Kansas City in the AFC Championship. And Patrick Mahomes is just adding to his legacy. The guy is no doubt, probably hands down, the greatest quarterback that the Kansas City Chiefs have ever had. You know, from the time they drafted him to when he took over from Alex Smith, everything that has fallen between. He's already taken them to two Super Bowls and already gave them a Lombardi trophy. So, you know, the guy's got something there. I I honestly believe in my heart that he's going to win this year's MVP. I'll be very surprised if he didn't because I haven't seen anybody else really outplay him, you know, in all these situations. I think really the only person that might come close is... The only person that might come close might be Josh Allen. That'd probably be it. Uh, you know, or even uh, somebody like uh, Justin Jefferson or what's his name from Minnesota. That guy's pretty good, too. I, I haven't seen a receiver win MVP in a long time. So uh, we'll see what happens. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the MVP of this year should be Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Monday night, we had the, it was the it was an it was a historic Monday night game because it took place in Mexico City. It was the San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. And to be honest, the Cardinals, uh, to be honest, the 49ers definitely took care of business. Without uh, without uh, Kyler Murray, the Cardinals don't really have a whole lot of direction. Yes, James Carter is pretty good. Yes, DeAndre Hopkins put up some points, but overall, without a, without an exceptional quarterback at that position, that team will definitely fall apart. I'm telling you right now, I've been saying it since the beginning, Jimmy G is the answer. I like Trey Lance. I think he's the future of the of the Niners. I think he can take them into the next stratosphere, but Jimmy G ain't finished yet. He's got a lot of football left, and I'm telling you, he might lead the team to the A. He might lead the team to the NFC Championship, and I have a strong, strong possibility that they might even host the NFC Championship, the 49ers. And if that happens, look out because this team is good. You know, yeah, you know, George Kittle, you know, they because they have star players on all sides of the ball. They have a great defense. Kyle Shanahan is really putting together his own legacy, taking after his father in San Francisco. Jimmy G's playing good. You know, Christian McCaffrey's a great addition to the team. Even though he's not putting up Christian McCaffrey numbers, 
He's a great addition to the team. We need Debo to get hurt. I mean, to get healthy. You know, George Kittle is still, you know, being a, a great receiver and everything like that. But they are really putting it together in San Francisco. And if they keep at it, they're definitely going to make a run for the playoffs. They might even be all the way to the NFC Championship. I have how I have the, the AFC Championship between Kansas City and Buffalo. I don't have it clearly yet for the NFC I know it's going to be San Francisco. I'm hoping and praying it's San Francisco. I just don't know who it would be against. You know, maybe Minnesota, maybe Dallas, maybe Philadelphia. Shit, even Tampa Bay could make a run for it. But whatever the case may be, the Niners are definitely going to be in it. And uh, that's what I'm kind of hoping for. Overall, the Niners look damn good. I think Jimmy G looks pretty good. If he can stay healthy, if he can stay, keep that momentum going, he will definitely lead the Niners to another Super Bowl. He's done it before. You know, a lot of people forget the fact that the Niners went to the Super Bowl against Kansas City, you know, in the rise of of of, um, of Patrick Mahomes. And I would like this. That would be a good rematch for the Super Bowl, the Niners and the Chiefs. But, uh, We'll see what happens, man. Let's just take it a week at week at a time, so to speak. Um, but anyways, guys, that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you like the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you get your podcast from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Anchor or Instagram and Twitter, the Madhouse Twenty One. Uh, let me know what you guys thought about week 11. Did your team do good? How are you doing in the fantasy polls? Whatever you do, what you know, is your team good? Did your team win? Is your team on bye? Whatever the case may be, uh, let me know. Instagram and Twitter, the Madhouse 21. Be on the lookout for more episodes as they drop. I'm trying to get back on the schedule. Uh, I just dropped my review for Black Panther Wakanda Forever that came out earlier today. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this episode. There might be a couple of episodes coming out today, a couple tomorrow. You know, obviously today I'm doing uh, week 11. I think tomorrow, as a matter of fact, because I'm watching the end of uh, the Monday night game right now between Pittsburgh and Indianapolis. So maybe tomorrow you'll get the week 12 uh, update and everything like that. And now that I've got everything squared away, now that I'm in my new studio and everything like that, we can get back on a regular schedule programming this week. So uh, hopefully I can do, you know, a little bit better than I did last week and everything like that. These past two weeks have been hell. You know, Thanksgiving wasn't all that great because me and my kids got sick. The week before that, we were in the middle of moving and, and Mother Nature decided it's going to rain the whole week and we're going to have to move uh, only at certain times throughout the day and everything like that. So I <laughs> uh, appreciate everybody's patience. I appreciate, you know, still being here for the times that, I, you know, that everybody does come back to the channel. And, of course, I love you guys. I love the support. So, you know, we're hopefully going to get back on track this week. So whatever the case may be, follow me on all social media platforms. Follow me on all podcast platforms. And, of course, as always, be sure to embrace your inner madness.